Welcome back to the Christian Soldier Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Spurbeck. Thank you for joining us for our 30th episode of the year. So it's hard to believe the year has gone by this quickly, and we are already in September. Fall is almost here, and we just want to thank you for listening in to our 30th episode today. Uh, now, over the last couple of weeks, we finished up our series going through Calvinism and dealing with uh, the really the extremely detrimental effects it's had on the church and on what people view the gospel as, and actually on the nature of God himself. And so, hope that was a blessing to you, and maybe give you some good talking points to uh, talk to family and friends about those things. So, uh, today we've got a little, a little bit of a shorter podcast today, but I wanted to touch on something uh, that I ran across uh, in the book of 1 Samuel. So, if you have your Bible there, uh, if you don't, that's fine. I'm going to read out loud the verses here. That we're going to be looking at today. So we're in First Samuel, uh, chapter number eight. Sorry, uh, chapter number eight, not chapter six, but chapter eight. And uh, we're going to be there, and uh, we're going to be in the very first verse of First Samuel, chapter eight. So the book of First Samuel, of course, is relating the life of the prophet Samuel, and his. Uh, he was not only a prophet but a judge of Israel, and we see how God used him and led the nation. And in 1 Samuel chapter 8, we see that Samuel has gotten old. Uh, he has two sons. Uh, his name, first one in verse 2, is uh, that of Joel, and of his second, Abiah, and they were judges in, uh, in Israel. And we're going to, the premise of the podcast today is how we view authority and what do we do when uh, authorities fail and maybe they're not following God as they should. Does that give us the right, uh, give us the, uh, the, the go-ahead to disregard that authority and to no longer listen? And so this is when Israel decides they want to have a king. So we're going to begin in verse number 1 to 1 Samuel 8. And God's word says, And it came to pass, when Samuel was old, that he made his sons judge over Israel. Now the name of his firstborn was Joel, and then the name of his, his second, Abiah. They were judges in Beersheba. And his sons walked not in his ways, but turned aside after lucre, and took bribes, and perverted judgment. Then all the elders of Israel gathered themselves together, and came to Samuel unto Ramah. And he said unto them, Behold, thou art old, and thy sons walk not in thy ways. Now make us a king to judge us like all the nations. And uh, we see that Samuel wasn't very happy with this. We're going to read that here in just a second. But we see the premise of why they came. The elders of Israel came, and these are the same elders that were set up during the time of Moses, and that there was a, a, a governmental, uh, even though it's a theocracy, there was a hierarchy, there were captains over certain parts of the tribes, and these are the elders of all the tribes. And they came to Samuel, and they did not like it. Now, it wasn't right that his sons were perverting judgment. They were taking dri- uh, bribes, and they were not doing as they ought to have been doing. Whether Samuel knew about it or not is not made clear, and but of course we know that Samuel should have dealt with it if he did know, but maybe he didn't, we're not sure, the Bible doesn't tell us. However, uh, the elders had had enough of this, and because the authorities that Samuel put in place, because he was older, could no longer do it, so his sons were helping him carry out his ministry of authority, so to speak, there, and so the the elders came and said that because they, they that these two men 
are not walking in your ways. They're, they're your sons, but they're not doing right. So the authority has done wrong, and the authority is not doing right. So now we want a king. And let's look at verse number six. But the thing displeased Samuel when they said, Give us a king to judge us. And Samuel prayed unto the Lord. The Lord said unto Samuel, Hearken unto the voice of the people, and all that they say unto thee, for they have not rejected thee, but have rejected me, that I should not reign over them. According to all the works which they have done since the day that I brought them up out of Egypt, even unto this day, wherewith they have forsaken me, and served other gods, so do they also unto me. Now therefore hearken unto their voice, howbeit yet protest solemnly unto them, and shew them the manner of the king that shall reign over them. So we see that during the time of the judges, which Samuel was one, that they had constantly been in idolatry. We see that through the uh, time of coming in of the, of the nation into the land of Canaan, and that they struggled with the pagan practices of the area. They had struggled with obeying the Lord and driving out and destroying the inhabitants of the land. They uh, started to fail to do that. And they said, well, and God told them that they would turn to the pagan idols there. That's why he wanted them cast out. And really the issue was that they didn't just, in their mind, they're just, they don't want Samuel to be in charge anymore, even though Samuel had dedicated his life to serving God. But Samuel was God's authority, and God had placed him there. God had called him. God had trained him. God had placed him in this position. And so when they rose up and said, we don't want you to be in charge anymore, Samuel, we don't want you to be our authority. We want somebody else. They are rejecting God. But here's something that maybe we have not considered in this whole area is that, yes, his sons walked not in his ways, but did the elders perhaps take for granted that Samuel wasn't going to do anything about it, uh, that Samuel uh, was incapable of doing something about it? We don't know. But what we do know is what God's response was, is that he was not pleased with them, that they have rejected me. Said, for they have not rejected thee, but they have rejected me, that I should not reign over them. Instead, they wanted to be like everyone else. And so we see in the following verses that Samuel warned them, as God told them to, about how if you have a king, then things aren't going to be like they were, and that he's going to require resources, and going to men and women to help run, the, run his kingdom. And verse number 19, Nevertheless, the people refused to obey the voice of Samuel. And they said, Nay, but we will have a king over us, that we also be, may be like all the nations, and that our king may judge us and go out before us and fight our battles. So remember, Jehovah is their king, and was their king up until this point. So what, what is going on here is that they were not like any other nation. They were a peculiar people, they, a holy nation, and that's exactly how God designed the nation of Israel. However, they didn't want that anymore, and really what it was, it wasn't just that, well, your sons aren't walking in your ways, we're rejecting the authority, is that they saw an opportunity to get their way. They did not like what Samuel was doing whether they weren't okay with the level of spirituality. We don't know exactly what it is, but we see here that Samuel gives the warning, and instead of saying, oh, we didn't consider that, they said, we don't care. We're going to go and do what we want to do. This is what we want, and so this maybe perhaps was just an opportunity for them to uh, the excuse to cast authority aside and go do what you want to do. And the same is true today. 
authorities aren't perfect. Nobody's perfect. We're all sinners. We're all imperfect. And maybe if you work in a workplace, you work for a lost person, and you work for someone that maybe uh, isn't always ethical, and we look at their life and maybe some things that they do, and we look at them, and, we, and maybe they uh, are involved in sinful things because they're lost, and say, so, well, because they're involved in those things, therefore, they're, they're, I don't need to listen to them when they tell me to do something at work. Uh, I don't need to listen to the authority because they're imperfect. Uh, children look at their parents many times, even godly parents, and they're because they're not perfect. They look at them and they say, well, I don't need to listen to them because uh, they have this weakness. We don't have the excuse of turning authority aside just because we don't like some things that they do. And yes, were Samuel's sons doing the wrong thing? Absolutely. However, did the nation of Israel have the right and the ability to cast the authority that God had placed in charge aside because they didn't like what they did? God very clearly shows them, no, they did not have that right. But really the motivation wasn't the casting authority aside. It was their opportunity to be like everybody else. They had used it as their excuse to go and to turn to the be like the world, to be like everybody else, to have a king, to have a kingdom, to have a palace, to have him go out and fight the battles for them instead of having Almighty God do that. Don't let imperfect authorities give you the excuse to go your own way and to do your own thing. And that's what rebellion does. This was rebellion, pure and simple, against God. And you see this happen in young people's life, teenagers or young people. You see this happen in marriages. You see this happen in every place where there's no authority. See it happen in churches, that there is one imperfection, there's one problem. Oh, see, that authority let me down. Now I just don't, I can't follow them anymore. I must go do my own thing. And that God does not give us the excuse and the ability to do that. Instead, what should they have done? They should have stayed under the authority of God. Should they have just talked to Samuel? Instead of telling Samuel, well, we're done. We're just, we don't want you to be in charge of us anymore. Instead, bringing to his attention. Did you know this was going on? You know, we're concerned about this. This isn't just. And knowing the testimony of Samuel and knowing what he had done before, would he have dealt with it? Well, obviously he had dealt with many other things before. So they did not give him that opportunity. Instead, they just came in, well, we're done with you, Samuel. We're going to go do our own thing. So we have to keep those things in mind. So we need to make sure that our authority view of authority is proper and that we're not letting that be the excuse that we go and do what we want to do, but instead understand that the powers that be are ordained of God. We need to respect them and we need to follow them and follow the will of God in our lives. Well, thank you for tuning in today for, to the Christian Soldier Podcast. Make sure you share it with your family, friends on social media. Also, reach out to us if you have any topic ideas, some things you want to, some topics you want to hear covered here in the, in the podcast. We'd love to hear from you about that. But until next time, we will see you here next week, same time at the Christian Soldier Podcast. And I'll see you next time.